we like to welcome you to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 23rd, 2015. Little technical glitch there. Had to just kind of end part three. I waited too long, I guess, between teachings, and uh, so I have to kind of restart it on part four here. So, uh, continuing where we left off, next report is 400,000 children born to illegals each year given automatic citizenship. Watchdog groups say that 400,000 children are born in the U.S. to illegal immigrants each year. If they're born on U.S. soil, they are entitled to citizenship under their uh, warped interpretation of the 14th Amendment. Children of non-citizens who are born here can petition for legal status for their parents when they turn 21, which, which critics of the law say provides incentive for people to try to cross legally into the United States in order to give birth, and obviously it does do that. It's the whole anchor baby concept, all done by design to uh, create yet one more huge incentive for illegals to uh, come here illegally. And then we have 10 states in the District of Columbia now issues driver's licenses to illegal immigrants as of the summer of 2015. So now they're just flat out, 10 states are just giving them driver's licenses, according to a report from Pew Charitable Trust. And these are the states, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Maryland, Nevada, New Mexico, Utah, Vermont, Washington, as well as Washington, D.C., uh, all issue driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. The states are estimated to have an illegal immigrant population of 4,120,000 combined. The report says that nearly 37% of illegal immigrants live in an area where they may obtain a license. I mean, it's just, you know, if it's wicked, if it's evil, if it's illegal, it is going to be um, blessed and condoned and enabled and codified into law, essentially. So, switching gears a little bit, but along the same lines as well, um, regarding the coming race wars, religious wars that are going to happen in America, uh, in Waller County, Texas, armed Black Panthers uh, marched in Texas. A group of armed members of the new Black Panther Party marched in Waller County Jail Wednesday afternoon chanting, the revolution is on, off the pigs, and oink, oink, bang, bang, meaning they're going to kill the pigs, meaning the cops. The group of about 15 Black Panthers exercised their First and Second Amendment rights. The group was, can you imagine, though, if it, it was a group of, like, white uh, Christian guys doing this or something, or? I'm just saying, I mean, give me a break. They, they would all be absolutely in jail and be front page news everywhere. It's just such a double standard is the whole point there. Uh, the group was met in Waller County by a large contingent of Harrison County Houston Sheriff Office deputies in order to avoid a repeat of last weekend's disturbance where protesters invaded the Sheriff's Office's foyer and engaged in disruptive behavior. Again, they, they did this last weekend and, you know... Um, they sent in about 75 deputies, including about 10 horse-mounted crowd control deputies and approximately 30 crowd control deputies in Riker. But the thing is, is that when this is going on on a mass scale and you've got Islam rising up and you've got the illegal aliens rising up and you have the new Black Panthers rising up, you know, there's not going to be enough cops. <laughs> they're they're going to be so overwhelmed so quickly, you know, that, you know, this is just one instance. So... Uh, that's what you're going to have. Then, if we go further, and again, this is all being done by design, U.S. Intel uh, report, ISIS is planning a mass casualty attack inside the United States. Analysts in the intelligence community warned the Islamic State may be preparing, or is preparing, to carry out a mass casualty terrorist attack. I, I would venture to say as many as they can pull off in a close proximity to one another rather than encouraging its international supporters to carry out lone wolf attacks. Increased competition for recruits and prestige, because they think that killing infidels is prestige, with different jihadist factions are being floated as causes for this possible shift in emphasis. Um, 
Groups such as Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula typically are more focused on larger attacks, such as the massacre at Charlie Hebdo, or plots against airliners. The Islamic State may be attempting to portray itself as capable and powerful in that regard. Lieutenant General Mark Hurtling told CNN, I think they're talking a lot of taking a lot of new recruits that don't have time, they don't have time to train, who have not been brought up in their systems, and they're using them to create the type of mass casualty which produces the media attention, which is exactly what they want, and that it shows that they're still powerful. Despite the U.S.-led bombing campaign and ISIS fighting wars, um, uh, losing thousands of fighters, the Islamic State is still estimated to have the same number of fighters as it did last year, which is 20 to 30,000. Its sophisticated recruitment methods have enabled the organization to replenish its forces as fast as their enemies can kill them. But again, we're talking 20 to 30,000 people, and the fact that they're over there beheading Christians and kill, killing and raping and pillaging, when, I mean, it's an incredibly small number when you think about it. And the fact that we're pretty much, I mean, obviously we our countries help to train them, to equip them, to arm them, and, and we could annihilate them easily. But, you know, that doesn't fit the narrative, and since... Um, that's all going on you know it's just continuing unabated uh, which again is by design and, and a lot of it is by design in order to kill as many christians as possible it's very near and dear to satan's heart that that happens so its sophisticated recruitment methods have enabled the organization to replenish its forces as fast as the enemies can kill them and then we have the next report isis group issues chilling warning to america representative for a pro-Islamic state hacking group issued a chilling warning to members of the U.S. military and the government Wednesday promising that very, very soon the, organ the followers of the organization would retaliate for overseas bombing targeting the terror organization. I mean, they have it so tough, ISIS. I mean, they're over there raping, killing, pillaging, stealing, selling off the sex slaves, raping little girls, stuff like that. And, you know, but they're going to retaliate because, you know, we have so... Um, oppressed them and been terrible to them and, and just we all need to die because of that and all they can do is commit atrocities every single day and that's all ignored though that's all fine that's all good because it's done for Allah and and um you know that's fine just it's the hypocrisy of of Islam is just it knows no bounds Speaking to the Blaze using a smartphone messenger application Kick, a representative for the Islamic State Hacking Division said the group is constantly spying on U.S. servicemen. The organization on Tuesday published personal information purporting to belong to the U.S. military and government online. They said, quote, just like they spy on Muslims, we are spying on them. Watching their employees, watching their soldiers, recording their movement. Now they're talking about our soldiers here in the U.S., uh, and taking their location information and passing it on to soldiers in the Islamic State. I, I'm, like I've been saying, they've been compiling databases of where our servicemen live, where their families live, where, I mean, where the policemen live, where everybody in having anything to do with the military live. And they've been doing this for who knows how long at this point. Uh, and they're flat out telling you they're doing this here. And when you have all of these Muslims in high places in our government with Obama's czars and of these various people and the fact that Obama was raised a Muslim they're doing nothing to stop this in fact they're the ones that are enabling this to happen all by design um, <clears throat> so they're recording their information taking their location information and passing it on to soldiers of the Islamic State the the anonymous male member told the blaze and then he says, they have no security, just like their employees and military personnel have no OPSEC, uh, meaning uh, operational security, I believe. He continued, they are people who like to brag and boast, and this is to our advantage. Oh, like they don't do that. And then he goes on to say, the brothers don't need to attack them in military bases or secured buildings, the hacking group member added. They can now turn up in their houses so I'm saying this to any military that I would have, if you're not aware of this, or people in law enforcement. This is what they're doing, and this is what they say they're going to do, and this is what they're being able to do by our government, which has 100% the capability to catch these devils 
They're just not doing it, and they're not doing it on purpose. The same reason they've let these terror cells foment and grow on American soil for literally decades. They're waiting to be green-lighted when they wage all-out holy unholy jihad against the infidels and kill and maim as many people as they can in order so that they can have their 72 virgins and white-skinned boys in paradise even though all of them are only going to plunge into a devil's hell for all of eternity they're going to have a real rude awakening so i'm telling you right now this is what they're saying he says quote they can now turn up in their houses why because they have so much of their personal um information including their home addresses and these things. Um, so they can now turn up in their houses, in their homes. This is a war. What did you expect? You think you can bomb the Islamic State and we do nothing back? I know they've been so oppressed. They've, they just haven't had to, been able to rape, kill, steal, and pillage enough. Uh, soon, very soon, you will see us. When asked exactly what you could expect to see, he says, soon, the member replied. You will see when the U.S. military and the government personnel start getting beheaded in their homes. So I'm flat out telling you, anybody you know in the military or in law enforcement, this, this, they need to know this. You know, they flat out need to know this. Uh, they're saying they're going to be beheaded in their homes. And if they behead them, they're going to behead their family. In fact, they're probably going to rape them and their children before they get beheaded, they're probably going to rape, kill, steal, pillage, and then behead their family in front of the in front of the, the the man of the house if they can get that kind of control over them. And then when they're done, then they'll kill him. That's what they want to do. They want to inflict maximum maximum humiliation and agony on Americans. When asked exactly when you could expect to see, he said soon. Um, the individual said that his group targets government employees as well as military members uh, because their kufir, which means disbelief, makes their blood halal, meaning uh, acceptable. Halal is, is acceptable. The, all those products we have now in the supermarkets that have that little Islamic thing, that means it's halal. That means it's, it's, it's like kosher for an Islamic person to eat. That's why I don't buy anything with that on there. Um, that and other reasons that I've done, just key in halal, H-A-L-A-L, -A in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done a, a couple of studies on that, how it's basically, particularly the meat has been sacrificed to um, Allah. I believe they say Allah Akbar is their killing. Even if it's a recording plane, still, um, that's, that's what it means, at least on the meat, on the cheese and on the other stuff and on things that are not, it something different but it's still it's dedicated to islam so uh let's go further here next report a twitter account claiming to be the is hacking division has published what appears to be an extensive directory of government emails passwords credit cards phone numbers and addresses spanning u.s military departments and divisions the fbi the u.s embassies the library of congress city u.s officials the british embassy the FTC, so they're coming after more than just military. I think they'd go after the military first, and then these would be secondary targets. Uh, and Nassau, as well as possible personnel at Wells Fargo. And um, VentureBeat is able to confirm that the U.S. Department of Defense is looking into this alleged hack. We've also independently verified that at least several of the items included on that list contain accurate information, but that several of the people were not aware that the leak had occurred. And my comment is, this would make the Muslim Obama very happy. Because they don't want government officials or the military or the police or you know anybody in defense of this country or working in governmental capacity. They don't want them to know about this. They want you, you know, to be totally ignorant of this. Upon our contacting, contacting the U.S. Department of Defense, a spokesperson acknowledged the alleged leak, telling VentureBeat, we are certainly looking into it, but I don't have anything more than that. <laughs> boy, oh boy, they're really going after it, I can tell. Later, the spokesperson shared, we've also reached out to dozens of phone numbers listed in the document. We spoke with members of the Utah National Air, uh, 
Air National Guard, the U.S. African Development Foundation, and the U.S. Central Command Center. Now, see, when this goes down, when they're green-lighted, they're going to try to really do this as quickly as they can at once because they know that most likely in a very short period of time, and hopefully the communications will still be up, we haven't been hit with an EMP by that point, um, where this is going to spread like wildfire, obviously, and then people are going to go into full lock and load mode. And they're not going to be breaking into houses and doing what they think they're going to be doing. You know, they're going to be getting mowed down in, in droves, most likely. Um, because this is the most well-armed country on the planet, and it's most well-armed country on the planet in probably any time era. You know, thanks to, in large part, to Obama, who is, you know, you know the, the gun sales and, and all of the concealed carry permits and the training that's been done by a ton of different people, you know. So, uh, let's go further here. We've also reached out to dozens of phone numbers listed in the document. We spoke with members of the Utah National Air. Okay, I already said that, sorry. All three confirmed that at least a portion of the sensitive information included was accurate. They also confirmed that the listed government affiliation is accurate. We aren't naming them because of the sensitivity of the leak and the potential security clearances. At the bottom of this document is a series of screen caps prefaced with a warning from ISIS saying, we are watching you. You have zero OPSEC, meaning operational security. See the, and, and see, w with what they were able to pull off with one guy at the Tennessee Recruiting Center, there's no operational security. They're all disarmed. So, <coughs> excuse me, that's all by design. And so that just emboldens them even more. You have zero OPSEC. This is just 1% of what we know. So, in other words, they just released 1% of what they know. They just want to let let um, our military and, and our law enforcement and people like that know that this is just 1% of what we know about. You're, you're done. You're history. You're toast. And we're coming for you. That's what they want to do. They're, they're just like the devil, just trying to instill all kind of fear of man in their adversary. We have reached out to the U.S. Army, Facebook, and Twitter to further verify the veracity of these accounts. Uh, next report. Active duty U.S. Marines instructed to back down from fight. So this is the other side of the coin, where the Marines and, and the people in the military on our U.S. soil are being disarmed, and all of these this their personal information is, is, allowed, is being allowed uh, to get leaked to ISIS, to these Islamic terror groups so that they'll know exactly where they're at. So Obama and the Illuminati, the New World Order, via Satan, is doing everything it can possibly do to set America up for absolute total annihilation is what I'm looking at here. Just looking at, you know, you know, today. I mean, I just in, in the short period of time I've been doing this, I keep going back and checking the 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 reports that are coming out and you know, North Korean subs have now left their bases and, and 30 subs can't be accounted for. They're North Korean, South Korea, and the Virgin War. Now, I know that's been said a lot of times, but they're really, really, really close. I mean, they've, um, I mean, dozens of North Korean subs left their stations this week, cannot be located. This is the largest development of subs since the Korean War. The Gateway Pundit is reporting that North Korea has sent out a massive fleet of submarines, 50 of them remains where, unknown where these subs are and where they're going. One thing for sure, those subs pose a lights out to America threat via an EMP blast from a North Korean sub. Um, North Korea and South Korea are totally right now in a standoff, evidently. Um, warning America, financial crisis, $2015 collapse, CIA insider leaks. Um, I'm just looking at all this. Monday, which is tomorrow, could be a real big day. They're, they're saying it could potentially be Black Monday. I don't know. It says, prepare this weekend because Monday could take many by surprise. Um, I'm hoping to have this newsletter email up tonight, but most people obviously aren't going to listen to it by the time I get it up. Uh, anyway, it's just a lot of, of, of posturing here and a lot of things that, we could be right on the cusp of, and it, it's break. It breaks so quick. I mean, I can't even do a study now. Before I'm literally in the middle of studying, I've, I've got all these stories breaking that I can't cover. You know, that's how bad it's it's gotten. So here we have this particular report. Um, this is posted by John 
Farnham Training International, Inc. They train in um, defense training firearms. Active duty U.S. Marines instructed to back down from fight. A friend of on active duty sent me this today. It is an advisory email to an active duty USMC troopers. Um, active duty USM, United States Marine Corps troopers. If they're not shooting, an advisory emailed to active duty Marine Corps troopers. If they're, and this is what they're being told, if they are not shooting, do what they say and do not move. So in other words, if, if an Islamic person terrorist comes in and if they're not shooting do what they say and do not move well if they are shooting it's going to be a little too late because so they tell you to line up face the wall grasp the back of your your head or, or lay down so they can shoot you in the back of the head it might be a, a little bit too late but that's what they're being told to do because obviously they only want the best for us so if they are not shooting do what they say. And they can have a gun in their hand, I guess. They can have bazookas, but if they're not shooting, do what they say and do not move. Only you can draw the line on what you will do or not do to preserve your life and the lives of others like they care about that. If shooting starts, you need to make your own choice. Yeah, sit there and deliberate it as the bullets fly into your body. Hmm, I wonder what I should do now. Stay still and hope they don't shoot or run for an exit in a zigzag. Now that is courageous, amazing stuff here. This is what they're being told to do. Okay. Um, this is not a recommendation to fight. Of course not. No, 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 no. Stay still. Hope they don't shoot or run for an exit in a zigzag. But a choice to fight when there is no other options. Oh, the humanity. Isn't that special? What dishonorable, sickening, intelligence, insulting drivel. This is the guy writing the report. Marines are told it is okay to fight, but only after terrorists start shooting. And even then, they may not fight effectively. Only terrorists get to be armed. And Marines are instructed to cooperatively do anything the terrorists demand. I mean, basically act like cowards until the moment they start shooting. However, when you wait until they start shooting, obviously you've waited too long and most likely you're dead. But it's okay to hope they don't murder you as you cower in a corner. My friend adds, I'm disgusted with what passes as leadership in our military today. And again, this is all coming from the, the highest echelons down so that they will, they're trying to ensure that our military is going to have as gelded of a response as possible when the bullets start flying so that there will be maximum carnage when the Islamic terror cells are green-lighted and the Mexican drug cartels and every, every other devil who is going to be um, uh, green-lighted, essentially. And that way they'll have maximum carnage at the beginning and hopefully take out as many of our good military people as possible and that way it'll get their numbers down real quickly. Because that's the plan by our, our illustrious uh, uh, government in, in Obama. Because this is exactly what they want. Now let's go further here. Um, okay, so he says, I'm disgusted by what passes as leadership in our military today. From the foregoing, you can see that we're under the charge of a cowardly group of uninformed politicians who may qualify as managers but are definitely not leaders we have no respect for them personally nor professionally my comment nor should you i'm disgusted too u.s marines are cynically instructed to quote draw the line but never given anything from which to draw it when forcibly disarmed by your superiors and facing armed terrorists how does one draw the line that part of the plane is it's almost like yeah they're already disarmed okay and now we're going to say well don't shoot do nothing do whatever they say, and if at worst, run like a coward and zigzag as you exit. I mean, they're ensuring maximum, trying to ensure maximum carnage of our military. Um, going further here, the, the part of the plan is curiously left unexplained in the foregoing advisory. U.S. Marines are now instructed to not even wear their uniforms, as that might provoke the Islamic terrorists and offend liberals as well. Back in the day, we were all armed, officially or otherwise. Our mantra was, we were U.S. Marines, everybody fights, nobody quit. 
Okay, sorry, back to the report here. Our mantra was, we're U.S. Marines, everybody fights, nobody quits. Those days are apparently long gone. Today we are told our enemies are invincible, uh, and so resistance is futile. Number two, we can't be trusted with guns. And number three, hope is our official and only approved strategy. Hope, hope of the terrorists, that they're going to do the right thing. Um, so discard, disgusting hardly does it justice. This came right out of the uh, publication Ammo Land. Uh online instructions so yeah this is this is some awesome stuff that's going on here in uh the military and i i know it sounds so unbelievable that that could be a far it's not a farce report it, it, this is a real report that um that i'm looking at here and i mean there's not one person in the comment saying that this is a bogus report this is actually a real report everybody is confirming this and all of them cannot believe a lot of them are former military of what is actually going on it's just they're all in disbelief essentially every every article report so then let's go further uh next report isis-led paramilitary forces are probing u.s defenses in preparation for a major attack uh there are claims that are going to be made in this article that will on the surface seem to be quite unbelievable <laughs> just like my last report However, the facts have established that ISIS and their partners, Hamas, remember, they're yoked up together. This is going to be a, a joint venture. You're going to have like the black, the, the new Black Panthers. You're going to have the um, is Islam. You're going to have the black Muslims that were, were particularly cultivated in the, in the prison system in America. Okay. Yoking up with the with the just flat out Middle Eastern Muslims, yoking up then with the Hamas, Sinaloa, Zeta, San, Sanchez, Paredes drug cartels, yoking up with the Mexican gangs, yoking up with the street gangs in America, the the black street gangs and the uh, Mexican and the Central American street gangs, more more than likely, um, those, and you're going to have that, you're going to have the biggest race war religious race war because a lot of them are obviously going to be muslims who are going to obviously have a, a religious motivation but the enemy of my enemy is my friend so they're going to be yoking up with all of these people they're going to be getting on the same page and i'm sure the government's going to help um the wicked factions of our government are going to help that uh to to make that happen and they are and this is all that we're documenting how this all being set up, they're being given databases of their addresses, of their emails, of their phone numbers. They probably have all different kind of ways that they're going to be tracking. They're doing all the stuff ahead of time to establish these databases. And when they're green-lighted, it's, it's going to be just, it's going to be so horrific. It, it, I mean, I'm just left speechless on, on what we're being set up for in this country. Um... The facts have established that ISIS and their partners, Hamas, Sinaloa, Zeta, Sanchez, Paredes, have penetrated into the United States and have set up deep cover residence. The, um, and we already just looked at the, uh, in the previous parts of all of, like, you know, them penetrating 70 miles, the, the, the Mexican drug cartels, into the border. And, I mean, this extensive crime network that's already here. Um, so the latter fact is not surprising. What is surprising is that ISIS has engaged the U.S. military and that the U.S. military has engaged an ISIS-led conglomeration of terror groups on U.S. soil. In the first part of this article, the case supporting a strong ISIS presence on American soil is made. In the second part of the article, the case for the engagement of ISIS-led forces is offered. John Moore and Dan Page's assertion that ISIS is, was a motivating force in the Ferguson riots was supported by the following photo in two tweets. And here we have Ferguson. This is when it was going down the first time last year. ISIS is here. I mean, there's a guy, a big sign up that says ISIS is here. Okay. Um, ISIS is here signed behind Jake Tapper, who he's trying to interview um, some guy. And he's literally right behind him is a guy with an ISIS is here sign um and then somebody named abu ottoman at the time said blacks and ferguson there is an alternative to this indignity see they're appealing the, our government is trying obama and our government is trying to create this race war between blacks and whites okay to create all this racial division and then every time a, a black guy is shot by a white cop it's front page news but white people that are being attacked at a 39 to 1 ratio and that's never news it's it's not even worthy of anything so you've got they're trying to incite the black races to hate the whites to view them as the source of all evil 
through their biased one-sided reporting and i'm not saying no no atrocities ever happen to black black people i'm not saying that but i'm saying it's such a disproportionate hypocritical ratio of how they're doing their reporting okay and then you've got guys like this in isis in the muslim community and again they've already recruited tons and tons of blacks into the muslim devil death cult via the prison system and that's all about going against the white races to to further create and foment this white this white on black white on hispanic race war he says blacks in ferguson there's an alternative to this indignity pick yourselves up with islam um like is in iraq is or isis so you know it's just so easy to see what what how this is going to play out most likely as you get ready to watch football realize that they are here they exploit every situation and they are recruiting our youth between john moore's warning and the visual evidence there is no doubt that is or isis has established their presence in places like st louis ferguson really and elsewhere um and then we have the pam geller draw profit event how quickly forget about pam geller's draw profit event in richardson texas these are all points proving isis is here okay um, in which two ISIS members traveled from Phoenix to Texas intent on killing everyone at the event, but were fortunately stopped by local law enforcement and ISIS claim responsibility for an attack on American soil. So um, we have that. And let me see here. Then we have ISIS taking credit for the Garland, Texas attack. Um, and then we have a sleeper cell assassin, Mohammed Yosef Abdulaz, who murdered four American servicemen in the recruiting center on the first day of helm exercises. I just emphasized that earlier. The attack on the American military recruiters in Chattanooga, Tennessee, was carried out with sophisticated military precision. He carried out a diversion attack to draw law enforcement into one area so he could carry out his primary attack seven miles away. The diversion bought him the time he needed to carry out the execution of these unarmed servicemen. The height of insanity unarmed servicemen on our own soil of course isis wasted no time claiming responsibility for this heinous crime the, this isis tweet connected to the chattanooga attacks on military computers said taste the blood of americans um are very good they might need to work on their english a little more and um so yeah they're claiming that being real proud here is a isis base camp near el paso i've talked about this one uh, isis base camp eight miles from el paso texas um, source Judicial Watch. ISIS is operating a camp miles from El Paso, Texas, according to Judicial Watch sources. These are all referenced um, reports that I'm citing. That includes a Mexican Army field grade officer and a Mexican Federal Police Inspector, meaning um, Mexican police, and I don't know about military, actually working with ISIS in order to bring this all about. Yet President Obama is completely ignoring this fact. This is a monumental national security issue, and we all... And all we hear from Obama uh, administration officials are the proverbial crickets chirping. Obama is willing to chase ISIS into Syria and risk a confrontation with Russia, but he ignores the well-documented ISIS base camp, and this is just the one, one of them we know about, which is located mere miles from the border of El Paso, in Tec El Paso, Texas. So we have that going on. So is there any doubt that ISIS is here and that they are probing our defenses before the final attack? Well, again, they didn't even mention all of the, the, the Islamic terror sleeper cells that are literally here, the, where we know where their bases are on American soil that have been here for decades that I've reported on many times in the past. They're not even mentioning that. They're, they're, they didn't even mention all of the thousands of Islamic uh, terrorists and Muslims that are coming into this country that we're bringing into this country um basically every month that we've reported on they're pouring in they're they're just you know and they won't allow any of the christians in though the ones that are being persecuted and beheaded and killed we're going to talk about that next or a little bit later they won't allow any of them in no 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 they have to stay there and get beheaded and killed because that's what ha needs to happen to the christians but, but let's bring in every wicked evil devil from from um uh that are muslims into the country unabated and let's not screen them let's do none of that let's just let them come in that's exactly what they're doing and we have documented that over and over again um 
So is there any doubt that ISIS is here and they were probing our defenses before the final attack? Last week, I published a story which detailed the interconnection between most major Middle Eastern terror groups and the drug cartels and gangs like MS-13, which is the largest drug and arms shipping cartel in the world, and the Sanchez Paredes, as well as most of the other Mexican drug cartels who are receiving paramilitary training in San Salvador. And, and again, so they're getting military training, these drug cartels. So it says training for what? Many are thinking that they're training for military incursions into the United States. Yep, they sure are. And then we have um, Paul Martin contacted me last night to inform me that a Wheel County Sheriff had confided in him that he knew for a fact that ISIS was both in Greeley and in Cheyenne, Wyoming. No other details were conveyed. However, this is very interesting because the Montfort meatpacking plant was routinely raided by the federal government for hiring a massive amount of illegal aliens. In this present administration, no such raid would ever take place, though, because Obama has opened the floodgates to illegal immigrants, both from Mexico, Central America, and in um, Muslim countries, particularly, and China, too. The Montfort plant would be an ideal location for terrorists uh, posing as immigrants to work and build a staging uh, area from which to launch their future operations documented recent history serves to support this notion so the conclusion is it is clear that we look at the current event current events and combine them with past events that the terrorist organizations with paramilitary training would cross our border like any other immigrant only these immigrants have dire intentions then let's go further and slightly switch gears here and this is bombshell un to allow iran to inspect its own military sites. So I'm just doing all this to dramatize how much we, our government, particularly the Obama administration, is greasing the skids to make every single bit about what I am going over happen. It's all by design, it's all planned, and it's all being done for maximum annihilation of the law-abiding citizenry of America and our military and our police and law enforcement and this type of stuff. They want to take it all. I believe they would really like to take them all out eventually. Um, here is a picture of Foreign Minister Mohammed Javid Zarif and he, as he's laughing toward the end of a nuclear no negotiation in Vienna. Um, he should be laughing. He, you know, they, they feel like they've, you know, <laughs> totally got everything they've wanted and we just keep giving them more. Um, dropping a bombshell on the Iranian nuclear agreement negotiated by the U.S. along with other world powers in Iran, the AP has disclosed, Associated Press, has disclosed that Iran will be allowed to use its own inspectors in sites suspected of military development of nuclear weapons. So now we're not even going to send in, like, U.N. inspectors or anybody from America. No, they'll be allowed to inspect their own because... We know Iran will police itself and do the right thing. This same Iran that chants death to America and that it's the great Satan and, and annihilate Israel and drive all of them into the sea and annihilate all the infidels, rape, kill, steal, and pillage. That's the same Iran that we're trusting to inspect its own nuclear facilities, and especially the ones that are in the development of nuclear weapons, because we know they will do the right thing. The revelation comes from a document seen by the AP regarding two parts of the agreement that were kept secret. As per the agreement, two passages were negotiated separately between the International Atomic Energy Agency, or IAEA, and a UN agency in Iran that were to remain secret. The secret parts of the deal concern inspections of the Parkan military installation which has long been under suspicion for years for conducting research on nuclear weapons and long-range ballistic missiles. The second, the second secret deal centers on separate negotiations to resolve the issue of possibly military dimensions of Iran's nuclear program. Neither the Congress, the Secretary of State, or the U.S. President can view the secret annexes of the deal according to the negotiated agreement, even though we just gave them, on top of all these concessions, a $150 billion, and we can't see any of it, though. I mean, this is, it just keeps getting gooder and gooder, you know, every day. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Um, okay, so then the next report. Iran amasses troops to destroy Jerusalem. New regime video. 
While the U.S. Congress mulls the nuclear deal with Iran that opens up $150 billion to the extremist regime, and, you know, that money is so well spent because we couldn't have used that money to help the Christians that are being killed, annihilated, raped, um, raped and pillaged over there. No, let's give $150 billion to make sure that Satan, I mean Iran, is happy. That is money well spent. And, and again, it'll be money that will ensure more carnage of the Christians that remain there, more annihilation of anybody that doesn't agree exactly with the most radical elements of Islam, and then ensure also the absolute total invasion of Israel so that they can supposedly and hopefully kill all of them. That's not going to happen biblically, but that's what their intentions are, and that's why we gave them all that money. Exactly. So, Tehran, so while the U.S. Congress mulls the nuclear deal with Iran that opens up $150 billion to the extremist devil regime, Tehran is ramping up its genocidal calls against the state of Israel, as well as threatening America. Boy, that money didn't placate them for him, but boy, they sure are ungrateful. A video released this month by the regime shows a mock-up of the amassing of thousands of troops loyal to the Islamic Republic on the outskirts of Jerusalem. Really well, like, done. I mean, as far as, like, the videography or whatever. I watched the thing, and I give you a link here if you want to watch it. Um, and they're amassing in the outskirts of Jerusalem, uh, titled in Persian, Preparation of the Complete Destruction of Israel by the Iranian Revolutionary Guards, Islamic Revolution Iran. Now, can you imagine if Israel, if, if Israel released a video like that against Iran? I mean, it would be front page news everywhere in the planet. But no, this is fine to do. This is You didn't even see this on the news at all, right? No. The, the animated video below shows soldiers gathering together with their weapons, helmets, books, and kafiyas, whatever that is, some from Revolutionary Guards, some from Iranian-backed Iraqi Shia Badar organization and others from Hezbollah, Hamas, and Qassam Brigades. Now, like I had said for a long time, in the end, Islam is going to all be on the same page because the most radical elements that are united for the destruction of Israel and the great Satan, as they refer to as America, they're all going to get. They're all going to put their differences aside in the end, I believe, and get on the same page because they're going to have a united enemy. They're going to be able to agree on that. Um, the video was produced by the Islamic Revolution Design House. Proof that money from the nuclear deal will end up funding terror was found in the Iranian leader's Ayatollah Khomeini's latest tweet, which we see below on his Twitter accounts, which promised support for terror organizations, Hamas, Hezbollah, among others, for fighting Israel. So see, this money, this $150 billion we just gave them, and all these nuclear concessions... They're going to definitely do the right thing with it, obviously, and they're going to be good boys, and good, good little satanic boys and girls, and they're going to do the right thing. Khomeini says in this tweet, and I'm looking right at it, we spare no opportunity to support anyone fighting the Zionists. We support resistance in the Palestine and the region, and to take all possible means to support anyone who fights Israel and is against the Zionist regime and supports resistance. So, um, the Iranian regime's continual threats against Israel were also manifest in a video released by Al-Alam, an Iranian TV network, in which militants from the Gaza branch of Fatwa's Al-Aska Martyrs Brigade were interv interviewed while they stood inside a tunnel from which they intended to attack Israel. Now, I've told you about these tunnels they found before. Well, this is another one they were standing in. The brigade claim the tunnel runs two miles and opens inside of Israel. So now, I would venture to say that when this stuff all goes down, and when all of this horrific stuff is greenlighted, which could literally be next month, okay, and this stuff goes down in America, where they greenlight all the Islamic terror cells and all the Mexican drug cartels and the Black Panthers and all this other stuff, that Israel is going to be getting attacked at the exact same time by just basically mostly a, an, an Islamic army, okay? And we've done, uh, our uh, Obama, the Obama regime has done everything on the planet 
to make sure they're as well-armed and well-equipped and well-funded as, as possible, okay? Um, so that, that, that's a, a feather in his satanic cap. Uh, the brigade claimed this tunnel runs two miles and opens inside of Israel. Palestinian Media Watch notes that the announcement that Fatah's Al-Aska Martyrs Brigade intentionally recognized as a terror organization is asking for money from Iran comes at the same time that the Palestinian Authority has announced that Mahmoud Abbas will be visiting Iran. So they're all going there with their hand out. All the Muslims in that region that want to annihilate Israel are going to Iran to get some of this new 150 billion bucks so that they'll have, you know, whatever they need to have in order there to, to, to get in there and annihilate Israel. As the organization previously reported, senior PLL, Palestinian Liberation Organization official Abbas Zaki, said strengthening ties with Iran is an inevitable step if we, the Palestinians, want to confront the Israeli occupiers. See, they're occupiers. They have no right to be there. You know, this tiny little sliver of land in the Middle East and just, you know, they're the source of all evil. They, 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 they're, they're, you know, they've given up all this land. They've given up over half of what they originally took, in, in, um, uh, you know, w with with their occupation, uh, in the war that they fought originally. They've given up all of this land, and every time they give up the land, they just move the rockets in closer. So, I see this is all going down pretty much at the same time here. Let's go further here. Um, next report, in Maine, this is in Maine, uh, the United States, three Somali Muslim immigrants brutally murder a citizen in his home. Judge quickly seals the case from public view. So here we have pictured the 49-year-old healthcare worker, Freddie Akoa, and um, he is... Um, in Portland, Maine, he's dead now. Authorities in Portland, Maine have arrested three Muslim Somali-American men in connection with the brutal killing of a man inside his apartment. Then moved quickly to seal the case from public view. Of course, because they can't paint, you know, any of these, these Muslims in, in a bad light. Police arrested Abil Trezom Mohammed Mohammed, which is nice, that's a, that's a good name, Mohammed Mohammed, and Osman Sheikh, uh, on Thursday, all three charged with the brutal murder of 49-year-old healthcare worker Freddie Akoa. And it looks he looks like a real nice guy. You know, he's dead now. Police have provided almost no information on the killing, not the cause of death, not the type of weapon used, nor any possible motive for the kill. I'm sure there's there's who knows what the motive was. I mean, you know, they're all Islam Islamic. You know, I'm sure that it was puritanical, their intentions. Um, they even refused to release prison mug shots of the suspects, which is also common. I talked about that in Detroit when they did that recently with those, those six, um, the, the six uh, black guys that were going around ganging, gang raping the couples on the streets in, in Detroit. You know, they won't even release the mug shots, you know, because if it doesn't fit their narrative, then, you know, they're going to suppress it. And what they're trying to do is keep as much of a lid on that information, that satanic information, until the time that all this is green-lighted, and then it's not going to matter. But see, up until that time, they want to try to, it's like this, this lid that's boiling, and you've got all this, this, this satanic water and it's boiling, and they're just trying to smash down the lid and keep it under that lid until the time that they're told to release it. And that's why they're doing this. All three are charged with the murder of 49-year-old healthcare worker Freddie Akoa. Police have provided no information. On the killing the associated press and local tv stations failed to identify the three suspects uh, by their country of origin or race of course they're not going to point it out either now more current headlines read uh muslim terrorist asylum seeker seek uh beheads ikea shopper in sweden so the swedish government and the media are doing their best to conceal again we have this big cover-up worldwide of any muslim terrorist crimes Overall, I mean, they get they get more of a free pass than anybody on the planet. Muslim terrorists, okay? They're doing their best to conceal any evidence that the that the Muslim, I, I. Itrian Itrian knife attackers. I guess Itrian is is the region where they're from. Evidently, Muslim Itrian knife attackers who killed two people in IKEA, a mother and her 
uh, her son, I don't know how old her son were, were Muslims. But an independent photo obtained below appears to show that at least one of the victims was beheaded in the store. So hey, you go to Ikea, you might get your, your head chopped off, hacked off, and your family. So it's part of the shopping experience at Ikea now. Thanks to Vlad Tepes, we now have a photo that the mainstream media will not post. Nothing is yet to be confirmed, but expect more uh, to come out about this apparent Islam-inspired beheading of two infidels. Of course, police were quick to point out that they didn't think the murders were politically motivated. Well, they probably weren't politically motivated. They were, they were religiously motivated by Islam. That's, and, and we're going to see why, um, well... This, this story you know, explains itself. Police in central Sweden have increased security. <laughs> Get this. They've increased, the police have increased security at the Muslim asylum seekers' lodgings. Fearing a backlash after two uh, Itrian asylum seekers were detained on suspicion of murdering two people at an Ikea store. So they're not doing anything to protect the Swedish population from the Muslims. They're going to where the Muslims live, the terrorists, essentially, and they're making sure they're beefing up security there so that the poor, innocent, puritanical Muslims don't get have any backlash come on them. You know, because obviously, you know, they're the ones that need to be protected, these, these illegal, illegal alien Muslims that are there and killing and beheading people and raping because Sweden is now the rape capital of the world, essentially. And they're going to protect the Muslims, though. Police said there was no evidence of any political motive. None. Not at all. I mean, at all. The victims did not have any connection to their attackers or the police. So the store temporary, temporarily halted knife sales as the attackers used knives from the shelves there. So see, there was knives there, and that was the knives' fault that the Muslim terrorist went in there and hacked off a couple shoppers' heads, and so they halted the knife sales there. That was that was their solution to it, which is brilliant, because you know, obviously IKEA is the only one that sells knives on the planet, so you know the only one place you can get it. So obviously, that's the most brilliant solution you could possibly ever come up with. Security camera footage from the brutal attack reportedly shows the 35-year-old man grabbing two knives from the kitchenware section just before two shoppers are attacked. He is seen stabbing and then hacking at the neck of one victim. The, the lady, is, uh, I'm, I'm assuming, according to the Swedish newspaper, Afton Bladed, the government has blocked any footage from being released in order to quell Islamophobia. Oh, we can't have Islamophobia. And for two full days, they would not permit the police from even telling the public a Muslim was involved. I mean, I thought it was bad here. I mean, it's so bad over there, it, it's, it just defies even comprehension. Um, they were using those two full days, using that time to deploy troops to, to protect the centers where Muslim migrants are publicly housed. If this isn't the most disgusting, despicable, evil garbage. The Express reports the suspect had met with migration officials just hours before the attack. And was soon to be deported. So he reportedly got another Muslim, Itrian, to join him in the Ikea attack. Because he's like, well I'm going to be deported, i got to go kill as many infidels as possible. Which was actually, which they're saying, which was likely religiously or ethnically motivated out of anger. Oh, you think? Both victims were white native Swedes who had done nothing to them. This is how evil these devils are. Then we have the, the next report 15 year old pregnant Swedish girl taken hostage by ISIS. Again, it's basically the rape capital of the world. And they go after the, you know, they really like to rape the blonde haired, blue eyed Swede girls. That's what their, one of their main targets are. And then we have this one, this report. This will warm your heart. Um, ISIS straps a, an 11-year-old Yazidi girl. I have a picture of her right here. They strap an 11-year-old Yazidi girl on the hood of a U.S.-made Humvee as a human shield before entering battle. 
I'm not making this stuff up. These people are evil Satan incarnate. They should be running all the Planned Parenthood clinics in America. They would, they would make a wonderful fit in the Planned Parenthood. They could kill all the infidel babies all day long and, and, and you know make more money for their ISIS-sponsored terrorists. They'd be, they'd be great to hook up with all the witches and the warlocks and, and the lesbians at Planned Parenthood. I think it'd be a match made in hell. A depraved Islamic State militant used an 11-year-old sex slave, there's a picture of her, poor thing, as, as a human shield by strapping her to the bonnet of his car, basically the hood of his car, while driving into battle. What a courageous man's man. What a man among boys to, to strap an 11-year-old girl on because you're such a stinking coward. Evidently, you don't think... You, or you think that nobody will shoot back because there's an 11-year-old girl strapped to your thing, which, you know, is reasonable to think that. But can you imagine the cowardice of this, of this stinking devil that would do something like this? The terrified girl was left screaming for her life after being tied to the windscreen of a Humvee military vehicle to protect her captor from enemy gunfire. I mean, cowardice isn't, that, that's not strong enough word for this when she is not being paraded through war zones the yazidi child is repeatedly raped by the fanatic activists have revealed the girl is among 3750 prisoners from the minority sect who were captured during the terror group's brutal uprising through northern iraq last year many have been sold at slave markets destined for a life of sickening abuse at the hands of their muslim captors a lawyer who runs the group has rescued more than 1,000 Yazidis from the ISIS through a network of informers. God speed and God bless that lawyer. Um, that was said by the girl, said the girl who's still being held by her captor. He told the Sun uh, news uh, network, I guess he talked to her, and he, or he had some way of getting through to her, and she said, or the lawyer said, he rapes her. She told me herself over the phone. That's, you know, he rapes her over and over. When he, when he isn't strapping her on the hood of his Humvee going into battle. I, I just, you, you can't even comprehend this level of evil. Speaking on a visit to the refugee camp in Iraq to highlight their ordeal, the 73-year-old said, um, this is the lawyer. The stories are mere images of the foulest stories from Beslin and Auschwitz concentration camps. It's a rerun of the stories I heard growing up in a post-World War II as a child. This is Hitler and Stalin all wrapped up together. Actually, it's almost worse. I mean, some of this stuff, I've never even heard of this, this level of wickedness and evil in my life. One victim, a mother of three, named... Cadilia, who managed to escape, told how the disabled and elderly women were separated for prisoner swaps and that the virgins were also singled out and that their fate can also be death for those who disobey. Um, just last week it emerged that ISIS fanatics had executed 19 women for refusing to have sex with its fighters. 19 women were dead. She also verified a disturbing ISIS document which suggested the extremist cell the Yazidi and Christian women and children which they have abducted with girls aged 1 to 9 years old fetching the most money. That's who gets the most money. 1 to 9 years old. And guess what? I got a copy of it right here in the PDF. For your perusal, ISIS's despicable price list for Yazidi and Christian sites. It's in Arabic, but here's a translation. This is a translated version, was shared online by humanitarian and Peace Prize winner Dr. Walald Akawi, and reads as follows. We have received news that the demand in women and cattle, so the women are sold at the cattle market. It's a women and cattle market, okay? That's, they're, they're being sold together, just so you know. Where are all the, 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 the feminist groups and the women groups worldwide when this is happening to women? The demand in women and cattle market has sharply decreased, and that will affect the Islamic State revenues, as well as the funding of the Mujahideen in the battlefield. Therefore, we have made some changes. Below are the new prices for Yazidi and Christian women. 
The price for Yazidi or Christian women between the age of 40 and 50 is $43 a piece. The price for 30 to 40 year olds is $75. The price for 20 to 30 year olds is 86. The price for 10 to 20 year olds is 130 whereas the price of 1 to 9 year olds is 172 bucks a head. Customers are allowed to purchase only 3 items, items. With the exception of customers from Turkey, Syria and Gulf countries cuz say they get evidently preferential treatment. Dated and sealed by ISIS in Iraq October 16, 2014. So yeah, that's that's the kind of garbage that we have going on over there and we're just getting cranked up here. I'm out of time on this part. I'm going to go to part five next. God bless you and see you in part five.